was standing for the Dollar Tree. Such as this, this thing here. All right, I'm excited to have a guest. RTD Live Talk, Detroit's number one late night YouTube talk show. We are live for a Monday edition of the People's Talk Show. Looking forward to connecting. It's been a minute, but uh, here we are. And uh, lots of things worth touching on. And I'm curious to find out uh, what you guys have been keeping an eye on. And there's more subjects than one person can cover. But I would definitely love to find out what's of importance to you. So feel free to uh, chime in via the chat. Let me know uh, what's on your radar. And if you are plugging in for the first time, perhaps make sure you hit that thumbs up button and uh, hit the bell notification. Hopefully you are notified, but uh, no guarantees there. But anyway, hope everyone is doing well. Uh, may not be long tonight. Just want to check in for a quick minute and, uh, you know, just unplug for a while. Take some time off. Nothing new out there. Just more of the same. More death, debt, destruction. You know, no, no, not much uh, really worth uh taking the time to really uh, dive deeper into just because for the most part, a lot of people are out there, you know, sharing their two cents on things. So I'd rather wait for something worth talking about, but I wanted to connect with my people. It's been a minute and I hope everyone's doing well. So for first off, let me know uh, who's tuning in. Let me know where you're watching from. If we got any new visitors as well and uh, feel free to throw out some thoughts, ideas, suggestions in the chat. We definitely love to uh, hear what's going on your radar. And uh, we'll see where we where we go tonight with this one. But, uh, yeah, I had to unplug a little bit on my side just to unwind. You know, the talk show, it, it's fun to be able to connect with uh, like-minded individuals. But after a while, um, it's good to unwind and just do a little bit of nothing as far as uh, news, watching. Had a chance to uh, have a little getaway. And so when you're laying poolside, you know, listen to the waves crash on the ocean. <laughs> Not too much, uh, not really too interested in, in uh, the events happening in the world. So it's grateful to have a little time off, but I'm back behind the mic looking forward to talking. All right. So I don't want to rant forever. Uh, I have, I grabbed a couple things uh, that caught my attention. And uh, it has to do with the monetary transition that's underway, despite all the noise from the central banks, the debt ceiling, and, you know, we got war. I mean, all types of stuff going on, but bit by bit, the world is moving away from a single uh, currency to transaction with globally. And it's just interesting how, you know, more articles from the Western Hemisphere, especially. But then again, those from the East as well, they're talking about payment systems and how they're trying to come up with new payment systems and doing more currency swaps and things like that just puts more pressure on the West to try to defend the weaponized Federal Reserve note that has destroyed the world for the most part. But got a couple headlines. I'll rush through those real quick and then open up the phone lines. We'll definitely love to find out what else is going on. So let me stop ranting. Uh, for those who are plugged in, definitely make sure you guys hit that thumbs up. Hopefully that helps the channel, whatever. Algorithms are just completely killing me, you know. So fighting an uphill battle, it feels like. But uh, we'll keep it moving. All right. So let me acknowledge a couple of people. Oh, we got Ed checking in. Appreciate you. We got Ryan, uh, Denzi, <laughs> Rich Mountains. Appreciate you, man. We got, uh, what else we got? Uh, let me see, Dr. Mota. We got Rick. Uh, says, in the Fed. 
in the fair from Nebraska. How you doing? We got X, stock up on food and water. Uh, the power outage in Pakistan should be a big wake up call. Uh, yeah, we've been having you know uh, power issues in various countries throughout the world over the last several months. So every country should be on the lookout for something of that magnitude, even here in the U.S. with all the concerns of our power grid and things like that. And so it doesn't surprise me one bit. Uh, Dirty P, uh, Dirty Scan says, "Rest in peace, Diamond." Yeah, that's unfortunate as well. It, I just it just baffles me how people. Um, you know, participated, but then again, I mean, everybody's at a different level. Uh, what else we got here? Will Smith checking in, which says, "Question: Thoughts on the egg shortage? Um, how will how 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 live how do they think will lose their lives over food? Um, the egg shortage that is something I'll check into. Other than just hearing about prices of eggs in certain parts being higher than others, haven't really dived too much into it." uh kenan what's up my friend we got uh how the sam hey our premiums tanking as the comics is draining uh yeah it just you know trickery man trickery deception as well as just the the paper paper manipulation man i mean that's the best way to put it and so it's, it's hard to continue to really focus on the price when we know the the season we're in and all the events taking place you know, everybody who's tuned in, you guys understand the importance of having physical possession of your metals or whatnot. And so the biggest thing is it's a patient waiting game, man. Just waiting to things blow through and blow well into later this decade is where I would rather focus rather than a short term, just because in the midst of a dying system, you know, they can pull anything out their bag of tricks to make the system look as if like things are stable or there is no safe haven. That's the ultimately the goal. No legitimate backdoors out of the system and it's just making me it just concerns me even more that we see a little bit of a crypto rally and you know, of course gold is getting somewhat of a bid but mind you keenan as well you know precious metals outside of the usd already have surpassed all-time highs and things like that so um yeah continue to do what you got to do my friend i'm sure you are uh central bank digital currencies <laughs> that's another topic cbdc's and climate scam own nothing be happy and eat bugs yeah like doesn't surprise me one bit that's what uh is on their radar uh dan z says uh, john perez says a real war starting in february what do you think uh not familiar with that but from the way things are playing out i'm hearing a lot of talk about you know events in february you know, it's I'd expect event any month, any day. So it is possible. But once again, whenever we get suspected times, dates and seasons, things tend to not uh, turn out to be the way that they were forecasted. So I wouldn't hold my breath waiting on any particular event. And so anything is possible, of course, but I wouldn't stop doing what I was doing or make any real adjustments waiting on February because we've every couple, every couple, you know, every what quarter or so there's a certain time frame or a month where people are really concerned about things. So uh, but we will see, of course. And of course, war is always on the table, unfortunately. Uh, Sean says, Mike, uh, RTD, I hope you really keep going with the channel. I've been watching for years. Your work is appreciated. Hola from Hawaii. Yeah, I, I definitely enjoy connecting, man. But it's just most of the part is just the, the climate, the news is just, you know, for the most part, until something really jumps off worth really talking about, uh, it's relatively the same thing. And that's kind of where I don't want to just bore you guys by, you know, coming on with just doom and gloom all the time, just because at the end of the day, you know, it's up to everybody else to create their own good news. And so, um, 
that's kind of what I want to focus on for myself as well. Just, you know, uh, as I mentioned before, for those who come in and just had a chance to get away and uh, hang out a little bit in some good weather and dive further into the word and just, you know, encourage myself and my, my spiritual life. So that's the most important thing on my radar at this point. Uh, Z says, why did the silver get smacked down today? Uh, Dennis, your guess will be good as mine. Uh, I anticipate there to be a smackdown anytime it shows any signs of promise to trend upward. So it doesn't surprise me one bit whenever the metals prices slam down. So I uh, wouldn't be too surprised with that. And so tomorrow we can have another early morning rally and then end of the day slam. That's typically how it goes. Uh, what else we got? Have you thought about uh, branching out to other subjects? uh other subjects you are very smart finance yeah to, yeah definitely and that's where like more so at this point from the spiritual side of things really trying to plug in and find out you know what would the lord have me uh to communicate and so there's a lot of things on my heart it has more so to do with the spiritual side of things uh anyway so it's more so how to blend that and uh really you know i guess shine light on subject matters that are of importance to other people as well. So trying to find a happy medium of that balance. So on my side here, still trying to take more things and learn some things. So it's a, a slow process, but then again, I'm enjoying it. It's a part of my uh, spiritual walk and walking by faith and not by sight and everything in between. All right. So let me stop ranting. What we got uh, about nine minutes in, let me just go through some headlines. And so I'd encourage people, uh, if you're interested in staying up to date on the latest articles or whatnot, I tend to post them on the telegram. And so I encourage you, if you are on telegram to make sure you connect, so you'll stay plugged in throughout the day if you're interested. And uh, that's a good way to make sure you never miss anything, but also connect with your favorite content creators out there. And usually a variety of people do a good job of keeping you up to date on the latest. Uh, what's happening? The Matrix Steak is, I need, <laughs> I need the doom and gloom. The Matrix Steak is alluring. <laughs> I hear you, man. And so let's uh, let's just dive into some headlines. I'm just going to go through the headlines just because there's some things that caught my attention. But these these are some articles over the last three or four days or so that uh, I didn't see many content creators really, really diving deep into them. But uh, the sources come from, you know, RT, which happens to be Russian influence. So uh, definitely they want to make a point with that and just basically let them know that they're not going to be bullied by the West anymore. But uh, just to just take an overall viewpoint of the theme of these next couple articles here. And I'll just real quick thumb through them. It says Russia wants to trade with African countries in local currencies. This is what uh, Lavrov, basically Putin's right-hand man said. And so this came out uh, over the weekend, I believe, or like Friday, but it says sides are reportedly developing uh, co uh, cooperation strategies to replace the U S dollar and the Euro in settlements. So I wouldn't be surprised one bit that that is probably a lot further along than what we're being told, but it has to do with local currencies and ultimately the agenda is to replace the U S dollar and euros and settlement. So the clock is ticking. Next headline here. South Africa says BRICS mulling new payment system to ditch the dollar. So this is Sputnik, another Eastern main, you know, mainstream source, make of it what you may, but uh, South Africa, uh, I did hear one of their spokesmen, talk about wanting to, of course, incorporate and add more countries. So while we're in the West talking about our issues here domestically, those nations there in the bigger scheme of things, they're making big moves. So keep your eyes on the BRICS 
just because I, I think what they're doing, of course, we're going to look back in the history books and, you know, we're going <laughs> it's going to be a different story. But uh, the BRICS Club of Emerging Countries, economies want to find. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Right, a way of bypassing the dollar to create a fair payer payment system that would not be skewed together toward wealthier countries. Oh, and this is from South uh, South African foreign minister. So, well, yeah, but check, check the theme. Saudi Arabia says to open to settling trade in other currencies. This was during the Davos meeting. And so it says Saudi Arabia is open to discussions about trade and currencies other than the dollar. So a lot of people out here are rethinking the dollar. And so it's like when in the midst of all this, as it's becoming mainstream news here, it kind of makes the rethinking the dollar concept <laughs> spot on. <laughs> and so here's another one here. China stocks up on Russian gold coming from the RT. But uh, it just talks about here over the last couple of months here, the amount of tonnage leaving Russia and heading into China. So let's just know that China, and Russia working hand in hand and uh, they're selling they're selling fiat for something tangible so yeah very interesting another one here bricks exploring ideas to create fair payment system i just talked about that from africa so spare you guys that one uh here's another little story that was just mentioned earlier this is from uh uh one of our youtube uh content creators here just this little speech here from uh uh one of the silk and diamond uh individuals yeah very sad what else we got here the war in Ukraine will end with a bang. So this is somebody's opinion on the current events is underway right now. And so it doesn't really go too well with the fact that uh, another article here, Putin ally warns NATO of nuclear war. If Russia is defeated in Ukraine. So uh, as far as that event that's happening in February, some people just mentioned or anything, anything is possible. So, but just from those articles I mentioned about the BRICS and Putin and things of that nature, the overall arching theme is the currency and the payment system. You know, things are changing right now behind our backs and uh, the West has us distracted about all types of things. It's just, you, you name it. So it's never ending noise, but anyway, uh, let's, uh, let me hear what's on your radar. And so feel free. Let's uh, open up the phone lines. Uh, give me a call. Let's talk. We'll definitely love to find out, what other subjects is worth uh, touching on as well as bringing to the forefront and informing the community. And so if you got any subjects out there, anything that's uh, of concern to you or anything that excites you, feel free to let us know. We can always use some good news on this side as well. And uh, we will see what's going on. And so X says it's a stage war, Mike. Uh, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt that the East and West is working hand in hand to pull off what is going to be considered a reset event. But in the middle of all that will be the loss of countless lives in this entire charades or uh, of this East versus West, you know, currency shift ultimately. And so it's this, it's, it's, I don't doubt it one bit that it is uh, a 
part of a bigger plan that they're all working to accomplish. They want us to, uh, they want it to appear as if there's good guys and bad guys all intertwined in this. Uh, let me see here. Uh, is this the, uh, we got uh, the Freemasonry link. BlackRock got contracts to rebuild Ukraine. Yeah, I saw that as well. Gold is honorable. What was it? 5G towers all over the place. Yeah, X. 5G towers. <laughs> them boys, majority of them, to my knowledge, from what I see around this area here, majority of those 5G towers were put up in the midst of that 15-day spread of uh, slowing the spread back in 2020. That two-week, three-week three, three week period, everybody was told to stay at home unless if you were non-essential is when uh, a lot of those towers went up. And so it's just, uh, it's just people don't really talk much about that these days. All right, so let's get to some calls, man. Let me make sure my volume is up here. Uh, hello, caller. Which name are you calling from? Hello, Mike. Uh, this is Jonathan from Trinidad and Tobago, down in the Caribbean. Jonathan, what's, doing? I'm doing good, my friend. What's up with you? How are you doing? All is well. All is well. So uh, I called to tell you what's on my radar. Mm -hmm. uh, I think Turkey and Saudi Arabia, those two countries, mm -hmm. because um, this this week with Turkey um, already starting to say that they're not going to allow Finland and Sweden into NATO. Mm -hmm. um, after there was a burning of the Quran in, in, in Sweden in front of the, um, the Turkish embassy. Mm. And um, and also there are people in Turkey in Turkey protesting against Sweden. Okay. And so that relationship there is already starting to fall apart. Mm -hmm. And the EU and the US has already started to say that um, they are questioning Turkey's allegiance uh, uh, to the NATO alliance because... Mm -hmm. Turkey is arranging this whole gas hub with Russia mm -hmm. to increase um, flows across the um, Turk stream pipeline yeah. in the Black Sea. Uh, they, they're, talking, they're already in a kind of partial ruble um, exchange for wheat. Mm -hmm. um, they negotiated the safe passage of wheat from from Russia and through the Black Sea and Ukraine. Yeah. Um, so Turkey is doing all these things, so it's benefiting Russia in a in a big way, and I think the West is going to do something about Erdogan because he's not a reliable partner in their eyes. Yeah. Sorry, Arabia, for the same reason you just covered there, um, they they are stepping out the bounds of what they normally should be operating. They they're talking about trading oil and other currencies at the U.S. dollar. They 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 even increasing cooperation with Gulf Corporation countries, the GCC countries, Qatar, UAE, and so forth. Normally, that doesn't happen. They're easing relations, um, easing tensions with, with Syria, which mm -hmm. is a big turnaround. Yeah. So those two countries, uh, they are on, they are in the site for either some sort of regime change operation or whatever, because they can't continue doing this mm. and unscathed. Now, didn't they try? Now, wasn't there an event uh, on Erdogan's life a couple years ago? Uh, that I guess was yes. supposedly from the West and it failed. And, and that probably yeah. opened up the initial talks with the East, which had got everything rolling. And so, you know, what, is it possible, to, in your opinion, based upon what you what you what you study, that, you know, Russia, Putin may step in somehow, some way to prevent that, you know, regime change, as the West would call it. And that can really escalate things or, or no. What are you thinking? No, well, the rumor was 
the reason why Erdogan was able to get on a helicopter before the whole um, regime change operation went on is that the FSB had information and they transferred it over to the um, Turkey's intelligence agency mm -hmm. about what was taking place. So technically, it's Russian intelligence that sees his mm. life more or less back then. Right. Uh, and, but it's not. But Erdogan is not a person that he he's somehow loyal to Russia or anything. He's seeking his own interests. He's seeking, and I am not a fan of him. Mm -hmm. But I must say, he is seeking somewhat. In some cases, he is seeking the best interests of the people who are living in Turkey. Yeah. In terms of all these deals to provide commodities and and so forth for the people, it is to the people's benefit. Yeah. yeah. You know that they have access to food and energy. So right. I think in that terms, he. But but I don't see Russia stepping in in any way because they need Turkey to stand on its own ground. Right. I think Turkey would prefer that as well. Right. Right. Good point. Well, hey, Turkey. All right, my man. So that's definitely something to keep an eye on. So I'm sure we'll, you know, things will definitely unfold in a timely manner, given that we're only 23 days into the beginning of the year. So uh, definitely before spring, I can imagine we're going to hear a lot more about uh, Turkey and things of that nature. So appreciate you, man. Thanks for calling. Yeah, thank you. You take care. All the best. Bye. Be good. Thanks. Yeah. So uh, as always, there's, you know, <laughs> lots of things unfolding in real time, but so keep an eye on events happening in the Middle East. That's always the uh, hot spot for the West, Western influence. And so as of another thing that uh, and I've mentioned it kind of earlier, but about uh, African nations, Russia wanting to uh, uh, do local currency swaps with African nations. And it's no surprise that we have Yellen doing a tour of Africa. I'm not sure what all nations, but she's over there trying to, I guess, shake some hands and basically give people a heads up that if you uh, sign any other deals outside of what we allow, you, you might be in trouble. Uh, let me see here. So let me, so Ellen urges them to debt restructure. So she's over here talking about debt and things of that nature. Let me just put this on the screen here. So just some headlines from today and last couple of days, Yellen and Zambia to discuss uh, debt to China, Yellen and Africa to make Biden administration's case for tighter ties with us than China. Yellen urges uh, Zambia debt restructure with China. So, yeah, that's what the mainstream media wants us to believe. But we know that Africa has already shifted to the east. It's called, <laughs> yeah, the Belt and Road Initiative, as well as the BRICS. All right, what else we got here? So lots of other subjects. Feel free to call in. What's on your radar? What are you keeping an eye on? What are some things that uh, uh, you're diving deep into? Let me know. Definitely would love to bring more topics to the forefront. Uh, the R5. And so, uh, Kevin, R5, I did see something about that. That is a the name, if I'm not mistaken, of the payment system or something other or another that was just mentioned. Let me uh, let me see here. Uh, I saw it in an article I read, but it's why. Uh, let me let me see here. Uh, let me see if anything pops up. Payment system. Uh, let me see here. Da, 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 da. Uh, Kevin, feel free to highlight more on R5 because I did post something about that in the chat, but I don't seem to have it right now. Uh, Dirtiest Cancer, Africa Loves, BTC. Uh, look in the uh, five R's, R5. Mm, let me see here. 
Uh, let me see. What let me see? What can I? Don't have anything popping up on my end here. All right, but we'll jump on that. Kevin, throw me a. Give me a little bit more than that. Yellow bricks road. Uh, Clarity looks good without me looking into the PL. Open, open. Any opinion on gold back called blockchain? Uh, doesn't surprise me. Um, I, I think that's one of, of many stories that is hitting the surface all of a sudden. And it has to do with other nations looking for alternative payment systems. And so I did post that article in the um, in the chat. Let me see here. But we're going to hear a lot more of that. And I think sometime before the end of the year, there will be an official announcement of some kind that the world will have to recognize how it plays out. I don't know, but. I just believe that as more and more uh, issues arise in the West, whether it be the whole recessionary talk and whatever people want to focus on with the Federal Reserve, yada, yada, yada. We all know what's the real state of the economy as that happens, because it's also happening in other countries as well. They're also scrambling, trying to have something ready for uh, when the banking system actually goes under, because it's just a matter of time. But yeah, you know, blockchain is a part of the World Economic Forum's uh, technological takeover. So every country is working on some form of a digital, rebranded digital ledger. Uh, Settle in gold. Any thoughts? Uh, somebody mentioned Armenio. John John Perez says in February gold and Saudi will settle in gold. Any thoughts? Settle in gold. Uh, I as far as February, I am not familiar with any scheduled events and so unless that's something that's going to be cut on uh by saudi arabia and their partnerships with other nations uh, i'm not sure why february in particular uh john mentioned that but i, I somebody did share that art uh, video interview he did or something like that so but john does a good job of trying to stay ahead of the trend so uh i wouldn't be surprised if it's something that's coming uh norway's gone digital yeah norway you know they were already for the most part cash less so it doesn't surprise me one bit, but I did hear something about a pushback uh, from the citizens because they do want the option of having something physical in the form of cash. And so I don't think it's 100% as of just uh, as of now. Oh, gold for oil. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. So far, so good. Uh, as far as gold for oil, isn't it, uh, isn't Ghana also doing the same thing? So uh, more nations will definitely jump on that exchange there. Just because you know they're basically just removing the counterparties of fiat currency and going directly back to the original source, exchanging gold for oil. Now the prices and things of that nature, and I'm sure every country will have their own um, will have their own measurement or metrics rather. But it's good to say more nations will jump on board. Here's that article, just shining more like gold. Ghana plans to buy oil with gold instead of dollars. I did post something in the, in the Telegram giving an update on that because I think uh, their first major trade has already gone through. And as of now, nothing's happened in Ghana as far as the West deciding to come in and try to destabilize things or disrupt things. So, But we will see. Chicago Mayor says if you don't want to get robbed, go digital. <laughs> Yeah, I did see that. 
Yeah, that's uh, another failing city as well as a state. The liberal left, boy, destroying cities and states one by one. Uh, finding more Biden documents. Yeah, those documents, the whole narrative there, it's a, it's a deliberate diversion from some other event that they don't want people to focus on. So they're trying to make it as if it's like, this is important. Like that whole, that whole party, both left and right, are involved in all types of scandalous things. And what's very interesting that people are talking about uh, that Biden is going to get impeached. And I, even one of the news for uh, commentators talked about about him having documents as treason and things like that. It's like, come on now. Nobody's going to enforce that. <laughs> There's no real rule of law in a criminal cartel called the U.S. government. Come on now. Don't expect nothing to happen to them people. And so here's what might happen. We've had how many European leaders step down? Um, Mario Draghi from Italy stepped down. Uh, who else? Um, uh, we had the Boris Johnson and the whole charades in the UK. So there's another one or two leaders, so-called leaders, of uh, prime ministers of countries that stepped down all of a sudden. And we have New Zealand, uh, their tyrannical prime minister lady, she's stepping down, resigning as well. And so I wouldn't be too surprised if there was an event where Biden was moved out of the way. But then again, just like with those other world leaders or whoever they are that were forced to step down, ultimately more puppets are put in their position. So it gives the illusion that real change is taking place, but you are not able to hold one of those positions unless you're already pre-selected by the globalist cabal individual. So it's an illusion of change, but it's also from the same school of thought. So if there was some change here in the U S and something with this document stuff was to turn into something that booted, that uh, Biden from administration, whoever steps in Harris or whoever, they're all bought and paid for it too. So I wouldn't really hold my breath too much on expecting real change. All right, let's get another call here. Uh, let me get this together. Give me one second. I messed it up already. Give me one second. Hello, caller. Which name are you calling from? Hello? Going once, going twice. Anybody there? Yep, go ahead. What's your name? We calling from, buddy? You hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Go ahead. What's your name? It's pay me money bags, clean tech. Pay me money bags. What's going on, my friend? I'm all right. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about some. Um, it's a theory, real quick. Mm -hmm. And one of them 10-4 half moments. I want to figure out. What would you think it would be like if a certain scenario happened? All right, give it to me. Still there? What do you think would happen if our United States military turned against our government? What do I think would happen if our military turned against the United States government? Um... Uh, it would be uh, it would be outright pandemonium in the streets. 
Um, it'll be similar to events that take place in second, third world countries where the government is hijacked by the military. So I, I don't know how it will play out, but I'd imagine it's going to be a, even a greater divide our, of our country because a lot of people will be very upset, the people who believe in the system and who drink the Kool-Aid. So they're going to be against the, the right, which is going to be considered terrorists. So it's like it'll be more division, more chaos, more. Ah, yeah. What, what, what are you thinking? I'm just saying a whole entire military, if they turn on the government, but what chaos would it be? It would be hands down a loss. Just like, but I mean by like, if they jump on our side, just to say they woke up one day mm -hmm. and they'd be like, hold on, like, we've been shammed. We've been bamboozled. Like, they in control of everything. Mm -hmm. The only reason our government have power, listen, the only reason our government have power to do half the crap they do because they have reinforcement. That is a fact. You take away, it's kind of like, uh, look at your kids. Take away the belts and the switches. They bulk up to you. When the government took away our rights to whoop our kids years ago, well, some states, I ain't going to say government, mm -hmm. but some mm -hmm. states, they were like, you can't whoop your kids. All of a sudden, you saw a wave of kids bucking up. So if you take away the threat, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's a wrap. So if you got these leaders, these generals that led all these wars and stuff, and they go home and they sit and they get the pondering, mm -hmm. and then they call up their battle buddy. And after they call up they battle buddy, they call up some more battle buddies. Then they all go to a secret location and they meet. Mm -hmm. And they say, this shit ain't right. So what are we going to do? Well, I got the key to the armor. We got this. We can call the boys a couple fighter jets. I'm just saying it yeah. could really happen if you think about it. Right. <laughs> it would definitely be a awakening for the world just because the rest of the world is literally waking, waiting on the U.S. to do something about because we're the last hope. For humanity in a sense because we're witnessing all that medical tyranny as well as the political chaos and the federal reserve note still spends for now so we got to get as much uh, usage out of that thing while we can so uh, i think the fact that we still have more guns than law enforcement would be in our favor but i don't think our country i don't think our our, our countrymen are ready to go to to lay it down like that unfortunately you know what I'm saying? i think more people be more concerned with uh looting and stealing for selfish and greed's sake than actually trying to further free our free us from the tyranny of our own oppressors. So it, it'll just be chaos because most people don't have good intentions. Most people wouldn't have good intentions, I think, at the end of the day, if there was chaos like that. Well, you got to – I agree with you on that. But you got to look. Everybody that you see that's in our military also have families. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, okay, listen. You take our military and put it in a certain spot. Mm -hmm. Anything that the military do with our government also affects their families. Right. Right. So I'm just saying, it, if if it came, I'm just saying, if you can think left, you can think right. And if right. you can think left and right, you can also think straight. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's definitely a, a what if scenario that would be would have some promise at the end because it'll definitely get things rolling to where we're, we can actually start over or start afresh if we were able to get some men and women to actually stand up and you know lead in a sense but uh once again it's like it's you know it's wishful thinking as of now because most people don't know what's really going on nevertheless to fight back against what's happening to them so <laughs> but i get you though one more thing, I'll let you go. Yeah, go well, what you think about the Republicans talking about that uh, they want to take away the, the federal income tax and all that other stuff and just put out a 30% sales tax? 
uh basically of sort of that tax uh it's not gonna fly and so it'll never it'll pass the house but it won't pass the senate and it's not gonna be signed by you know the president and thief so it's just all talk and show for now so i wouldn't hold my breath think it's gonna happen because you know whole part of this monetary charades is to make sure that you know people exchange their time and energy for the currency so that they can tax it back through all types of taxes so it ain't going nowhere they're not gonna let us off the hook that easy <laughs> Already, bro. I appreciate, appreciate you, man. You yeah, good, good thoughts night, there, though. <laughs> All right. Yeah, good stuff, man. Just uh, some hypothetical situations, some what ifs. Like, it's always good to throw out some what ifs. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. It says, most mercenaries are Jews. They would be. Uh, and, oh, man. Like, so, Denzi, that's the thing, man. Like, of course, for those who are tuned in, you know, in a telegram, we talk or a lot of articles is posted about the, the sudden movement, you know, the hashtag suddenly. And I saw an article, I think it's either somebody posted or I posted it, but it talked, it was Peter, Dr. Peter McCullough basically saying that it was a very high number. Uh, I think the number was 50 million Americans at a minimum or something like that. Uh, have already either reported or will be possible sufferers of myocarditis. And also myocarditis is trending on Twitter as well. And you see some of the stories. And, and so anyway, just point is, he was saying that it's a 60% or some type of high percentage chance that people who are suffering from any type of heart issues, the longevity of their life is automatically guaranteed to be reduced to where they may not live longer than, I think, it was, as you said, two years or something like that. So there's going to be a continual die off globally, which also will play into deflationary pressures in a variety of ways. So yeah, it's just, um, you know, nothing good comes from that global experimentation that they've pulled over on the world. Uh, this show is misinformation. Myocarditis is worth it. Worth what? <laughs> Uh, I'd imagine for the people who are experiencing health issues as a result of participating, you know, they have, they would not be saying that at all. But again, I know you're just playing. All right. Uh, let's get this call, man. Let's get this call. I want to hear some voices. What else we got going on? Uh, hello, caller. Which name are you calling from? Hey, it's Ricardo from Texas. What's going on, my friend? How you doing? I'm not too bad. Uh, you know, they got this, uh, the FAA was talking about raising up the, <laughs> the, FAA. the heart rate. Say again, the FAA was what? Them? Say it one more time. They raised up They raised up the heart rate to cover up the uh, heart attacks of these uh, pilots. Uh-huh. And uh, on top of that, they try to, these airlines are trying to have just one pilot in the plane instead of having two. Oh, no. so, I just want to see if you heard of anything like that. A buddy of mine was telling me about that. I was like, man, is that true? I was like, man, they're going all in. So I did pull up an article here. It says the FAA adjusts heart function values for pilots. So uh, it looks like it is a real story, but I, I didn't dive into it. But it doesn't surprise me one bit. I guess anything that can save them some money as well as help cover up the medical issues that's happening with the pilots these days. So it, 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 seems, it seems like it's real. So uh, I'll, I'll say that. Wow. 
I heard that. Well, I will leave you alone, man. Have a good night and uh, keep doing what you're doing. Appreciate you, my man. Thanks for calling and sharing that. Yeah, uh, I'll be I'll be very concerned if they went from two to one, even though I know the planes, you know, they can do autopilot and, you know, actually they're, you know, they can be flown from you know on the ground, I'm sure. But it's just one of the things where like it's just, uh, yeah, I would be very sketchy of a plane with just one pilot. But then again, how often do you actually see who's in the cockpit anyway, <laughs> apart from hearing some voices and and when they get on air and tell you what's, who's flying Anyway, uh, uh, Karen Kingston was basically saying the same thing. Uh, folks have their lives decreased by some years. Yeah. So, like, just think about that. I like, guess in the next throughout this year, we're going to hear more stories of suddenlies and as well as, you know, God forbid, family and friends. And also, um, I want to talk about that DeMar, uh, rep, you know, that, that game last night. I'm curious to get your thoughts on that because I thought that was. Uh, I don't believe that's him one one bit. But anyway, let me get this call. Get me on here. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Yeah, my Steve. Steve, what's going on, my friend? Hey, doing pretty good, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing good. What's new with you, my friend? Hey, um, hey, I just sent you uh, that. That show from the Alex Jones show from uh, yesterday. Okay. Uh, if you if you can post that if you can post that to the uh, to the crew there. Okay. Uh, basic basically, basically yeah, they they talked about um, Elon Musk talking about uh, how how the jab almost killed him and his family. <laughs> now, uh, so uh, yeah, I, I did see Elon Musk respond to somebody. But I'm like, I, I just, I don't, I don't know if I don't believe that. Like, I don't really think, I, I, I would assume that he's in on that. He knows what's really going on because he's a part of that club of people who are privileged to get information ahead of time, I assume. And so I just be very surprised if he's not just doing that because it helps his case. It shows that he's a part of the people, like he's for the people, like, you know, like, oh, what was me? I, I felt like my heart was also, my chest was hurting after my second shot, like type of thing. I, I wouldn't believe that guy one, one bit, man. That's just my thing. Hey, well, well uh, trust me on this. I agree with you. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't trust him at all. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I was kind of surprised that he could even say that. Right. Um, part I was surprised. But do I trust him? No. Huh. Uh, and, 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 and basically, like I said, every, everything's spiritual anyway uh, right. in, in this in this whole matter. And and, and some people, I, I think it was last week or whenever the last time you were on, mm -hmm. uh, somebody was giving you a hard time about uh, the accuracy of the Bible. And mm -hmm. you, just, you, you can't you can't believe the book <laughs> and uh, you know all all the rest of this. Mm -hmm. Right, right. And, anyway. and that's where, like, for the most part, it's just it's, it's open for my open discussion. Feel free to have, you know, thoughts as to what you believe and whatnot. Yeah. But ultimately, you know, it doesn't really, you know, carry much weight because this is just an open forum of to be able to communicate and share your thoughts. So, but I get you, though. Exactly. It, yeah, and, and everybody, has, like I said, everybody has a right to say what they want. Um, but I was just kind of surprised and taken back. It's like, geez, mm -hmm. you know, this is not the first time. Uh, <laughs> That 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 the person if, if the 
person doesn't believe that the Bible is real, just come out and say it with your chest out. Mm-hmm. You just come out and say that. Don't don't dance around it, except number one is I think it's real. Right, right. 100%. Uh, but then, but then you got these four things here. You know, mm-hmm. Myself, and I'll get off the line and and, and let you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, John fourteen six. Jesus said unto him, "I am the way, the truth, and the life. Mm-hmm. No man cometh up, uh, unto the Father but by me." Right. That's, that's number one. Uh, Matthew thirty three. But whoever denies me before men, I will also deny him before my Father which is in heaven. Mm-hmm. Matthew. Matthew ten twenty eight. Mm-hmm. Fear not them which kill the the body, but are not able to kill the soul. But, okay. Uh, but 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 rather uh, fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body. Mm-hmm. And, and then the last one, uh, Proverbs nine ten. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. <laughs> now, now, am I going to believe? Uh, somebody who says uh, you can't trust the Bible when it's, the accuracy of it's been 100% thus far in right. history. Right. Thus far. 100% accurate. Yeah. I wouldn't want to stand before the Lord and he's standing there looking at me and he asked, and he asked me, oh, why were you telling people my word was no good? Right. <laughs> I would not want to be in, I, I would not want to be in that spot. But yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is, man. Anyway, everybody got free will. That's the benefit of that's the benefit of faith. Yeah. It's simple, but then again, it's, it's exactly. mighty complicated. Everybody can choose. So, appreciate you, my man. Exactly. All right, take care now. You got. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, all right, man. What we got here? What we have about forty-five minutes or so. Uh, let's get some more calls. Uh, phone seems to be doing fairly good tonight. People got some things they want to get off their chest. That's always good. Hello, caller. Where are you calling from? Hey, what's up, Mike? It's Joe from PA. Joe from PA. What's going on, my friend? Give me some good news. Uh, I just have a question. Um, have you have you um, have you read the whole Bible? Uh, in its entirety, in one segment, no. But throughout my lifetime, I've touched on every chapter to where I can say, yes, I've read it, but I haven't read it like within the, from beginning to end in one single time frame. No. Okay. Well, I was just going to ask, um, if you ever read the end, I just wanted to know, like, how did you feel basically like when you read the last page and it was done, how did it make you feel? <sighs> and I'll let somebody else grab the mic. Yeah. Great call. Great, great question. My friend, thanks for calling. I'll share my thoughts on that. My more, my experience with that. All right, take Appreciate care. You. Um, that's a great question there. So, as I mentioned before, for myself, in reference to reading the Bible, uh, I first accepted Christ when I was 16. So that was uh, umpteen years ago. And so from that moment, I really started reading for myself. And from that point till now, I've always been continuously growing. And no matter what part of the Bible I read, I always get something fresh as I mature in my spiritual walk. So uh, when I read Revelations, which is the last chapter of the book five years ago, 10 years. I actually read it uh, last year. I read it from beginning to end just because I was drawn to it and I had a lot of questions, but then again, I just read it a couple months ago, got those questions answered and it, it excited me like never before. Like, so to, to answer that question, my last time reading revelations 
all the way to the end this past summer when I went on the eschatology excursion, I, it left me beyond excited, beyond excited because it allowed me to get a greater glimpse of eternity in reference to the millennial kingdom and the new heaven, new earth or earth, new earth rather, and things of that nature. So it really excited me. So at this point in my life, God has really shown me some different things that got me excited for, you know, me bearing fruit for the kingdom just from that's just my, my journey. But when I was younger and I read revelations, I was scared out of my mind. I just couldn't, I mean, just so much death and destruction and just, I couldn't see God being that good God through all that. But then again, as I got older, I just realized that, you know, all those things have to take place. And of course, that's just how things must play out. And uh, there is goodness in all that. That's just his mercy and love that he's faithful enough to give us time to accept his Lord, his son. So that's just my little experience there, man. But it left me excited and more excited now as we draw into the latter days. So that's just me, my friend. But thanks you for that question. All right. Um, what else we got? Uh, impressive to read the whole Bible. Yeah, 100%, man. Can't go wrong with it. And so what I've been doing lately, so as I mentioned, for those who came in late, um, you know, took a couple of days unplugged, took a little getaway, went and sat by the ocean, and, you know, had my, my had my book with me here. This is called God's Promises for Your Every Need. So, you know, that's what I've been keeping my eye on, just diving into this word, encouraging myself, building myself up, because God is doing some things in me right now, I'm sure amongst uh, you guys as well. So just making sure I'm open and receptive to that, uh, to his word. So that's kind of what excites me outside of all the natural things. You know, we know things must take place, but ultimately it's all about the word and application of it in your life and things of that nature. So that's what has me the most excited. But anyway, um, what we got 49 minutes and it uh, looks like getting ready to wind down. But uh, as always, Larissa Jackson, how you doing? Welcome to the show. Appreciate you. Uh, Rethinking a Dollar is a great show. Song, <laughs> song one six. <laughs> Appreciate you, man. But no, anyway, back at it tomorrow. Same time, same place. Appreciate you for uh, for blessing me with your presence. Hope you guys enjoyed the interaction and back and forth. And uh, definitely, if you haven't hit that thumbs up button, show your support for the channel. And uh, be back tomorrow night, same time, same place. Let's do it again, people. All right, be blessed, and I will see you later. Peace. Is there even an